0: Grace be to you and peace from God our Father, from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. Folks, today we'll be on our gospel lesson that we read earlier. Jesus, part of his high priestly prayer in the upper room on Monday, Thursday, prayer for his disciples of all times. We pray, Lord, may the words of my mouth and the meditation of our hearts be acceptable to you, our rock and our Redeemer. Amen. If you're a parent who's sending off a child to live on their own for the first time, off to college, off to the military, off to a job in another state, what's your prayer? As Christian parents who has strived to raise your children in the training and instruction of the Lord, probably number one on your prayer list is that God would keep them connected to Jesus. After all, the thing that you want most of all is to be able to spend all eternity together in the glories of heaven. And In order for that to happen, both you and they need to stay connected to Jesus. As someone who's been in their shoes, is someone who knows the excitement and the fear of going off on your own for the first time, As someone who has experienced uh, the evils and challenges and temptations of the world, the second thing on your prayer list would likely be that God would protect them. You'd ask that God would, if it is his will, keep them from physical problems, from sickness, disease, illness, persecution, crime, But we all know there's something a lot more important than that physical protection. It's more important that they be protected from the evil one, from that roaring lion Satan who's prowling around just looking for a perfect opportunity to pounce, something that he can use to turn them away from God. seems that Jesus is thinking about those disciples who were there with him in the upper room as his children who he's about to send off into the world on their own for the first time. He's thinking about you and me, his adopted children through baptism, about you, Ava and Olivia. He's thinking about us and he has two things that he is asking God on our behalf. That God would always keep us connected to Jesus and that God would always protect us from the evil one. Jesus makes it clear that we are connected to him through his word of truth. It is only through the word that we can truly understand and know the truth about ourselves, the truth about the world, and the truth about God in connection with the Word. We learn that we're born into this world not as a blank slate. We aren't just kind of a, an accident of happenstance and circumstances. The Bible makes it clear that as we're born into this world, because of Adam and Eve's sin, we're born spiritually dead in trespasses and sins. We're born enemies of God. We're born blind to the real truth. The truth about ourselves, the truth about the world, and the truth about God. Now, if we are born into a home and raised by loving parents, even though we have a a sinful human nature that is only prone to evil all the time, we may be upright, good citizens. We might be relatively moral people. But unless and until. We're brought to faith in Jesus. We don't have that connection with Him. We are not connected to Jesus. We don't have eternal life. In connection with the Word of Truth, we know the truth about the world. We know that the world is not just something that's evolving into something better, in fact, just the opposite. From the word of truth, we know that this world is subject to God's curse, under the curse of sin, infected by sin, and it is under, subject to decay. It's not going to last forever. This world and everything in it will go away when Jesus returns in glory, but the word of truth reminds us that there's more to this life than just this world, this physical life. It's in connection with the Word that we learn the truth about God. Although in, in our own sinful estimation, it sometimes, as we look around the world, seems like either God doesn't exist at all, or if He does and He's supposed to be almighty, well, He doesn't seem to be doing the things that we think He should be doing. The Word of Truth reminds us that those things that we sometimes think our mistakes, on God's part, are really evidence of the greatest love and power of God. See, if God were to do things the way we think he should, everyone and everything would be destroyed and no one would be saved. Through the word of truth, Jesus tells us that God gave him a name, a wonderful name. The name Jesus, the name Savior. It is only in connection with that saving name that anyone can have eternal life. It's a name that is above every name. It's a name at which every knee will bow in heaven and earth and under the earth when Jesus comes again in glory. It is the only name given among men by which we can be saved. It's a name that's synonymous with self-sacrifice. It's the name of the one who sanctified himself for us. That means he set himself apart, set himself apart from heaven, came down to earth, set himself apart from all sin, even though he was tempted in every way just as we are, so that he could fulfill every one of God's laws in our place. He allowed himself to be set apart by God for the once and for all sacrifice for every sin. God's Word is truth. Through baptism, through the hearing of God's Word, the Holy Spirit has worked in our hearts. He's enlightened us. He's opened our eyes so that we can see the truth. He's performed heart surgery, the Bible says. He's taken that heart of stone with which we were born and replaced it with a heart of faith. Through faith in the truth of God's Word, we have been sanctified, Jesus says. We have been set apart from the world, set apart for service to God. Now, Jesus knew what that meant for his disciples and what it means for us, for you and for me. If we're not a part of the world, if we don't go along with the world and do the things that the world does, he says the world will hate you. Disciples found that out as they stood firm in the truth of God's Word, as they proclaimed the gospel of salvation in Jesus alone, they faced persecution. We hear about Stephen. If we stand firm in God's Word, if we stay connected to him and stand firm in God's Word, we're going to face the hatred of the world as well. See that pretty clearly today, just uh, try mentioning some of the truths of God's Word about marriage, one man and one woman about what God created only two genders about the fact that Jesus is the only way, the truth and the life, no one can be saved outside of him say those things and you're going to call a lot of names and someone if you put it up on social media will try to cancel you or get you banned and maybe even get you fired from your job if you stay connected to Jesus and the truth of his word, the world is going to hate you just as it hated him. Jesus' prayer for those who are connected to him and sanctified, set apart from the world, were therefore going to be hated by the unbelieving world, is that the Father would protect them. It's interesting that he doesn't say, take them out of the world, Right? doesn't say protect them from any physical harm. doesn't say protect them from sickness or disease or crime. He does those things according to his will. But Jesus says there's something more important that we need to be protected from. We need to be protected from the evil one. And that's really the same thing that Jesus teaches us in the Lord's Prayer when he says, deliver us from evil. That word can also be translated the evil one. Pray, Lord, fulfill your promise. Your promise that with every trial and temptation, you are going to provide a way out so that we can bear up under it. Do what you did for your servant Job. Limit what the devil can do. So that as those trials and troubles come, we don't lose our faith and we stay connected to Jesus. Now, of course, we're going to wonder, why didn't Jesus pray, take them out of the world? Why did he say, not saying, take them out of the world, just protect them while they're in the world? Wouldn't it seem to us, anyway, that it would be a lot better? Just take them out of the world, take them off to heaven, and then the evil one can't touch them there. They're truly delivered, protected from evil there. Jesus answered the question when he says, As you sent me into the world, I also sent them into the world. Although it might seem to us to be a whole lot better if God would just take us off to heaven, deliver us from all evil, either physical or the evil one, by taking us right away to heaven, there would be a problem. Who then would witness? See, God has decided that the way in which to pass the word of truth on, the way in which to witness about the gospel, is to have your parents, your family, your friends, your neighbors be the ones that tell you. So if you were to take us off to heaven as soon as we came to faith in Jesus and were connected to him, who would witness to children? Who would witness to friends and neighbors? God wants all to be saved and come to the knowledge of the truth. He sends us out into the world to our jobs, to our schools, to our extracurricular activities with a commission He sends us out to witness to the truth, to witness to Jesus, to witness in our Jerusalem, our families, our immediate community, to witness in our Jerusalem and Samaria, our counties, our states, and off to the ends of the earth. We are his ambassadors, Paul says, and God is making his appeal through us, be reconciled to God. God made him, Jesus, who knew no sin, to be sin for us in our place so that in him we might be the righteousness of God. As Jesus prayed in the upper room, he knew what was ahead for him. He knew what was ahead for those disciples, for us. He knows what's ahead for you, Ava and Olivia. He prayed for all of us. He knew that he would suffer that he would die, that he would rise again. He knew that he would be returning to the right hand of his father. He knew that he'd be sending those disciples, sending us, out into the world to be hated without his physical presence. So like a parent sending a child off on their own for the first time, he has two important requests. Father, keep them connected to me, connected to the word of truth. And as they go out into the world and as they experience temptation and hatred, protect them from the evil one. Amen. And the peace of God that passes all understanding shall keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Amen. We'll present our offerings to the Lord.